there are six key components of a podcast that attracts qualified buyers. And most podcasters only have two of those components in place. Some, some of them only one. And it's so important that if you truly want to use your podcast as a marketing tool that attracts people that you want to do business with, people who are interested in your products and your services, make sure that you have these six components in place. You're listening to the Buy Your Attractor podcast. I'm your host, Vernita Sherman, and on this show, I share tips on converting your podcast into a revenue-generating asset that attracts qualified buyers. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to BuyYourTractor.com. This is episode 12, and listen, this is the episode where I'm pretty much summing up all the past 11 episodes in a way where if you have not listened to any of the other episodes, this is the one to listen to because I'm really going to hit home with the six key things that you need to have in place to make sure that your podcast is used as a powerful marketing tool for you, a content marketing tool that's going to attract your ideal buyers. All right, so let's jump right into it. The very first component that you need to make sure that you have in place is making sure that you build a multimedia platform for your podcast. So basically that's a podcast website that includes video, audio, and written content. And all three forms of media are created in one take, just like what I'm doing right now. So basically turn on the camera when you are recording your episodes. Don't just have an audio podcast. There's so much you can do when you have video too. And there's so many ways in which you can take that video and repurpose it. So have a video podcast. You hear me? Have a video podcast along with your audio podcast. All right. So turn the camera on as you're recording your audio. And then you're going to take the audio or the video, one or the other, and get it transcribed. So you're turning on the camera, you have a video that you can do so many things with it. You're stripping the audio from the video and now you have your audio podcast that you can do what you you normally would do with a podcast audio, which is syndicated out and there's other things you can do with it as well. And now you have the transcription of that audio And you can use that as a blog post. This is so key because if you want to be found by people who are actively searching for what you are an expert in, there are people going to Google and now Bing since AI is such a big thing now. And and Bing is like, is this like this um, tug of war between Google and Bing as it relates to that? That's a whole other thing. We'll talk about that later. But Bing is becoming, a lot of people are dropping Google for Bing. The whole point is they're all search engines, doesn't matter, Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever. All the search engines, people go to the search engines to get information. They type, they search, or now you have audio search. Actually, voice search is what it's called. And so people are speaking into their phones, Google, blah, 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 blah. 
or Alexa, blah, 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 or Siri, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So people are searching for something. You're an expert in that something, right? And you want pages of your platform, which is your website, to show up so that people can find you who are actively searching. They convert faster than social media. They convert faster than cold ways of, of getting people because they're actively searching. So having that written content that you didn't even have to think about, you don't have to sit back and think, okay, what am I going to write about today? And then, oh, the, here's the topic. Uh, let me think about this. And it takes you however long it takes you to write. Maybe you're a writer, maybe you're not. If you're not a writer, then it may take you longer than a writer, right? You don't even have to think about doing all that. You want to blog on a regular basis. And the way that you have the content for your blog is through your podcast episodes. So turn that transcription into a blog post. But it's so important that you format that transcription the way that bloggers format their blog posts. There's a certain way of doing it. You have to have headings. You have to have SEO elements there in order for the search engines to consider that piece of content worthy enough to show up in their results list. So your one episode has created three different forms of media that can be repurposed in multiple ways. So basically you have the mama piece of content that's birthed all these content babies from just doing one take of an episode. And what you want to do is make sure that all of the babies and everything, all the, the original content, all of that is on this multimedia platform. It's all on the same platform. And then you take all the babies and you have the babies go out into the world and bring back the ideal buyers. You see? but put it all on one platform because when you put everything on one platform initially, you are building up the power of that platform. You're building up your brand identity, you are building up your SEO power, and you're also allowing for people to choose which way they wanna consume your content without being scattered all over the internet, all over the place. They go to one place, choose whether they wanna watch, listen, or read, or do a combination of all three, however they wanted, whatever they want to do. And you want to make sure you link out to the places that the babies went in case they want to consume the content over on some other platform that you have the babies at. You see what I'm saying? This is so powerful. And it's important that you create your own platform instead of using a third party platform so that your intellectual property is on an asset that you own and control and can do whatever you want to do with it without any third party inserting ads or or doing whatever they want to do with it or dropping you all together. You want control over all of this. You can always go to third parties as a syndication channel, but make sure that all your original stuff is housed on your home. Now, if anything that I just said is overwhelming or you want the step-by-step -step on how to do all of this so that you can tell your team what to do and have them put the whole thing together, let's get on the phone and have a conversation. Go to meetwithvernita.com. That is my direct link to my calendar. Schedule a time for us to get on the phone. Let's have a conversation and let's talk about how we can, you know, we can work together and how your team can not only get the strategy, but also the implementation coaching, because I do that as well, to make sure that they put this together for you properly. 
All right, so now let's move on. The second key component you need to have in place is making sure that you have SEO elements on your multimedia platform. Everything needs to be search engine optimized for the reason of what I said before, when people are actively searching for something that you have, you know, a topic or a product or a service or a coach or consultant or something related to your industry or your niche, you need to make sure that you have the elements on the various different pages of your site so that those pages on the platform can show up in the search engines. Over time, now this is a, it's so important for you to understand that that is a long-term game. That is not something that's gonna just happen overnight. It's not something within days, weeks, we're talking months here. But the thing is you wanna get started now with the SEO elements so that months from now, you know, over time, pages of your site can start showing up. Now, what do you do in the meantime? Remember I was talking about the babies that go out into the world? That is the thing. That's the reason why you want to put the babies out into the world. So while your SEO is building up, that search engine optimization for your platform and for the individual pages, you're doing other things, repurposing and sharing out your content in ways that attract the buyers whether it's social media, whether it's on YouTube, however you want to do it. I do have ways that I use and you, there's ways that you can use because the thing about it is you have the content now to do whatever you want to do with it. So I have a particular methodology that I follow, but you can even go beyond that because you have all the content now to do all kind of things with it. So send those babies out to bring the people back while your SEO was building up. All right. Because at some point, your platform itself is going to start attracting the ideal buyers because of all the SEO power that has built up over time. So it's important that you start with that now. Don't do it later. Do it now because it takes time for that to build up. So you want to make sure that you have all the metadata in place. And I'm not just talking about the basic metadata, like your title tags, your description meta, and you know stuff like that. You wanna make sure that you go even deeper than that. Schema markup on your audio and video player. You wanna make sure that you have heading tags for the blog posts. And by the way, the blog posts do not have to be on separate pages. You can actually have it on the same page as the episode page. And I recommend that you do that that works very well. Your blog, your actual blog blog can be something else. And that's that's what I talk with my clients about, the options they have when it relates to that. But the point I'm making right now is you wanna make sure that all important SEO elements are there. Make sure that you have your XML sitemap because you wanna submit your XML sitemap to Google and Bing. It's important, a lot of, you know, up until now, Many people just focus just on Google, but you got to keep up with what's happening with AI. And if you're not keeping up, don't worry about it. I am because what's happening is there are people literally, like I just said, people are dropping Google for Bing now because Bing has the chat bot that Google does not have. But Google is, is coming out with that very soon. And it's like this, like I said, this tug of war going on between them. I don't know who's going to win. Google been on top for a long time. But remember back in the day, you know, Google was there. Google wasn't a big thing. Remember when Yahoo was big? Remember when there was Alta Vista and Ask Jeeves and 
you know, all in school, there was Netscape in the 90s. So I'm just saying we're in a time right now that it's possible that Google could get kicked off the throne or Google's going to have to share some of that love and not have the majority, the percentage of active searchers using Google because of AI and being coming out with what they already came out with. Uh, there's a lot of people that switched over already. So, you know, we're in the stages right now. We got to see what Google's going to do. We got to see how things are going to play out. But the point I'm making right now is with your XML site map, you want to make sure that you submit it to both Google and Bing. And just so you know, the XML site map is something that is important to submit, but the bots will find you even without the site map. But still do that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, again, just go to meetwithvernita.com. If you sound, if I sound like I'm saying stuff that's over your head or whatever the case may be, I have a step-by-step method on how to put all these things together. And I'm saying to you that if you are a solopreneur, you're going to need to outsource. If you already have your own team, cool. Because this is not, all of this is what I'm, what I'm talking about is not something that you do by yourself. Because there's so many different components and so many different things and so many different moving parts that you want to make sure that you have your team do this stuff. And I have the frameworks for all of these things. All right. So now let's move on to the third component that is important for you to put in place so that you can attract ideal buyers. So this next component that's important is to make sure that you create your own podcast feed on the same domain as your podcast platform, both the video feed and the audio feed. And yes, you can have a video feed, all right? So that is the way in which you can actually get inside of Apple Podcasts for an example, two times. So have two versions of this one podcast in Apple Podcasts. If you only have one version, people are listening to the audio like they normally would, but that second version is going to not, it's, no, no, let me let me be very clear. You're not going to attract, to attract the same amount of people with the, the uh, video version, but it's a large percentage. It's a large percentage, percentage of people. So have the video and the audio feed so you can submit the video feed to the directories that also allow for you to submit video feeds such as Apple Podcasts. So just want to say that real quick. Now, creating the feed is very easy to do. You do not need to use a podcast hosting company to create the feed. The podcast hosting companies are a place to host your audio. That's what they're for. You don't need to use them for all these other things. They, If you use them for them to, you know, creating the feed, you're just, just basically renting the feed. I say this all the time. And, it, and if you've listened to my other episodes, you've heard me say this before. If this is your first time, I'm telling you right now that when you go to any of the podcast hosts or any network that gives you a feed, and, and, and it's even worse when they themselves submit your feed to the directories, they have control over everything. And your feed is on their domain. And they're giving you this feed because they get all the SEO juice, the SEO power, the link juice and all, everything for their own platform 
because that URL is on their domain. You can have that feed URL that goes out to the directories on your own domain. You can have yourdomain.com forward slash podcast forward slash feed. And then that feed you own. Very easy. You can do it with WordPress. There are other platforms that allow you to do it too off of your do- on your domain. I'm recommending WordPress because that's the easiest way to do it. Get a plugin that allows for you to create a podcast feed and the plugin does all the work. You don't need to know the tech. You don't need to hire somebody to do all the technical things. Use your team. Your re- you can get a general VA to do this because that's how simple it is. Create it on your create your feed on your own domain. Use a WordPress plugin. Okay. Also, WordPress itself is the best thing to use for your platform when it comes to the ease of creating content and structuring the content in a way that the search engines like because it's in that blog that blog post way. And and I'm telling you right now, you know, these days, let me let me just break this out real quick. People use WordPress for a lot of things these days. The main website, which I'm, let me say this. If you already have your main website on WordPress, put the podcast on WordPress, the same site, that same site as a page off of that same site. No need to create a separate site. You want to have all your power, all your brand identity, all the SEO power going to one big platform. All right. Now, WordPress was originally created as a blogging platform a content publishing platform. It was made to publish content on. And throughout the years, everyone started using it for other things. It may not be the best thing when it comes to creating a membership site. There's a lot of tech issues you can deal with with that. I've I've been there, done that. I know there's some tech headaches when it comes to that. There's some tech headaches sometimes when it comes to the e-commerce. Shopify is better for that. But when it comes to publishing content, WordPress got it going on because it was made for that. So when it comes to publishing your podcast episodes, that is content and creating a multimedia platform on WordPress. You have the ability to create, to easily create the feed, your podcast feed on the same domain. Make it easy for yourself. It really, truly is an easier way of doing things. And it allows for you to have ownership and control, like I said before. And AI is a big thing right now, right? AI has been around for a long time, but now it's on like overdrive. It's like AI, 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 everything. These bots, whether you want to call them search engine bots, social media bots, AI bots, the online bots that make up the web, you want to train them to come to your platform as the platform of authority on a particular thing. So when you have all of your content there and you have the feed on your domain, you are training those bots to come there because in order for podcast directories and other distribution channels that you syndicate your podcast out to, in order for them to get that content, They got to go to the feed. And if the feed is on your URL off of your domain or on your domain, you're training the bots to come to your domain for a specific type of content. It's, oh my goodness, it's so powerful when you do it like this, instead of giving all the power to the hosting companies, let the hosting companies just host the audio. Now, when it comes to hosting the video, you want to host your video 
on another place like Amazon S3 because the hosting companies, they're going to charge you an arm and a leg if they even allow for you to host an MP4 video there. But the audio itself, your regular audio podcast, yes, use a hosting company for that. Don't host it on your own web server. It'll slow your site down. But the feed itself, you know, people think that everything has to be done at the podcast host level. It does not. They're including all these things, making you think that, oh, you know, we're making it easier for you to all in one, all these kind of things. It's not that it's easier. It gives them the control and they want you to think it's easier so you can buy the service from them. Right. When you don't need all the extra bells and whistles, you just need the basic hosting. Okay. And now let's move on to the next thing. So the fourth key component is to syndicate and share your podcast episodes. And so that is something that most people already do. And basically you're taking your podcast feed and you submit it to the podcast directories. And also if you're on YouTube with your podcast, you make sure that YouTube is not the home. There's a difference between building a podcast or creating a podcast on YouTube versus putting or adding your pro- your podcast to YouTube. So again, your video podcast you create at home, that multimedia platform, and then you take a copy of that MP4 and upload it to YouTube. Make sure that you add a podcast playlist, and that's how YouTube is doing the official podcast now. You have a podcast playlist, and then you also add your podcast cover like you normally would with other directories. All right, so that's how you do the YouTube thing. But when it comes to regular audio podcasts, again, submit your feed to the directories. Don't do it through your podcast host. Have someone on your team create accounts for you and your business at these directories directly. Have them take your feed within your account and submit the feed. You do not have to go through the podcast host because you're going through their account and their integrations and all of that is just completely unnecessary. It literally takes seconds to submit a podcast feed, to create the account and submit the feed, 10 seconds. And I am not exaggerating per podcast uh, directory. It, it, it is that easy, seriously. So let somebody else on your team do it or you can do it yourself. It's so simple and easy. But whatever you do, create your own accounts, have your own relationship with these directories directly. All right. So now the fifth component is to make sure that you repurpose your content. So I briefly talked about that before. And now I'm just going to keep it simple and brief because I already said it. You want to make sure that you do everything that you can to take pieces of your content and use it in multiple ways and send that content out to not only, so we have the directories that have your podcast feed and they're automatically pulling from the feed. There are other distribution channels where you can take your podcast and you can place it over there because they will accept your feed. Anytime there's a podcast network and they're interested in your work or you can submit your podcast, don't, don't go directly to the podcast network to create and build on their network. Give them your feed 
So now your podcast is a part of their network through your own feed. So you still build on your own podcast home, your multimedia platform, and syndicate to them via the feed. And these are places, like I said, that are networks that are outside of the normal podcast directories. Okay, they do exist. And also, you want to make sure, like I said before, you take your video and you take it and you make clips out of it. You can take pieces of your transcript and you can use that for your social media posts. You can use that for ads if you want to do advertising. You have all the content you need to do all forms of marketing online. You All you got to do is just repurpose that content. And there's multiple ways of repurposing it again. I said that I have a method that I use and it works very well. If you want to go beyond that, you can. So it's just important that you make sure that you do more than just record an episode, upload it and publish it. And that's it. Go further than that. So now we're down to the final component. Number six, and that is to do more solo episodes. I know you see everyone out there using the Oprah model and, you know, interviewing people and all these things. The problem with that is that when it comes to your listeners recognizing you as an authority on a subject and an expert in your particular industry, people are going to pay attention to the people that you have on your show as the expert more than they pay attention to you. You have to establish yourself first. They have to think of you as an expert who just happens to be having another expert on as a guest, but they still recognize you as an authority on the topic. If you're not recognized as an authority on the topic yet, what's going to happen is the more guests you have on, the more you're going to have people coming to your podcast just to see who's the next guest so they can click off of your platform and go and buy something from that guest. So many podcasters who are, you know, using podcasting as a marketing tool are losing business that way. They want more people into their programs and they just don't understand why people are not joining when they have these wonderful guests. And it's because they don't see the audience does not see the host you as the expert they see you as the journalist or the fan that's interviewing the expert on the topic so reach a certain milestone in your business when it comes to people recognizing you as an expert within your industry as an authority in your niche before you start going out interviewing a bunch of people do solo episodes initially okay just do solo episodes until you reach that milestone. Nobody can tell you when you've reached it. You'll know. You'll know. And then if you want to interview people, okay, go ahead and do that. But don't forget the solo episodes. So even at some point when you start interviewing people, make sure you still do some solo episodes. This is so important. This is so key. So many podcasters are losing the potential to make a ton of money because they're sending the people someplace else. You, they think that because they have a popular guest that they're going to get all these listeners, which they do, but those listeners don't want to buy from them. The listeners want to buy from the guest. So 
please keep this in mind. This is so important. There are so many people who spend a ton of money on equipment, podcast equipment, and, you know, they spend the time and energy on making sure that they have this beautiful production and all of this. And, and they're very consistent with their episodes, but they're not making money from all of that. So there's no return on their investment because there are they are simply the gateway to knowing about the other experts. That's the reason why people make their rounds when it comes to podcasts. They know that when they're a guest on a show, they're going to have people coming to them. So forget what you see all these other people doing. Because what you don't see is behind the scenes. They are not getting a return on their investment financially because they're sending people away and everybody's buying from the guests. They're joining the guest membership program. They're buying the guest products. They're hiring the guest as a consultant and not the host. So just think about that. All right, so that's it for this episode. But I want to recap so that you don't have to go back, you know, like, what was number three again? What was number four? All right. So the six key components of a podcast that attracts ideal buyers are one, build a multimedia platform for your podcast consisting of the video, audio and written versions of each episode. Number two. Add SEO elements to your multimedia platform. Three, create your podcast feed, that feed URL, on the same domain as your podcast platform, your website. Four, syndicate and share your podcast episodes. Five, repurpose your podcast content. And number six, you want to make sure that you create solo episodes. Now, if you need help with all this and you want someone to walk you through it, you need the strategy, the step-by-step playbook on how to get this done and also implementation coaching for your team, go to meetwithvernita.com. Get on my calendar at a time that's convenient for yourself and let's have a conversation about all of this and see if we're a good fit to work together and you can move forward, making sure that you set up your podcast, the whole foundation of it in a way that's going to attract ideal buyers. And with that, I see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Buyer Attractor Podcast. When you're ready for guidance on leveraging your podcast to attract more qualified buyers, I'm here for you at buyerattractor.com.